Hey there, and welcome to the Jimmy's Table podcast at jimmystable.com. I'm your host, Jimmy Humphrey. I'm curiously evangelical, politically homeless, and a dreamer of small things. On this podcast, I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. So if you have honest questions, aren't afraid to have difficult conversations, and want to have a little fun along the way, then pull up a chair. This podcast is for you. So today's episode 157 of the com podcast, and I'm going to talk about why nobody likes President Joe Biden and what that disapproval says about our voting philosophy. Recent polling shows that Joe Biden has now abysmal political support in this country. The president, who just received 81 million votes in the 2020 election, the most votes by far in the history of the United States, and had a 51% of the popular vote, now has an abysmal 38.5% approval rating as of polling according to July 15th, 2022. Such is the lowest approval rating in the past century any sitting president at this time and their presidency. And in his own party, 64% of Democrats say they would prefer to see someone else running in 2024. I kid you not. According to polls, Democrats say that Joe Biden is simply too old to be president. And he's simply doing a bad job. And an overwhelming number of people believe he's done simply a bad job at managing the economy. Yet, with all that said, as abysmal as his ratings are, as his support is, according to pollsters, between Biden and Trump, if they were to do another theoretical matchup in 2024, that Joe Biden would still edge out Donald Trump in a rematch. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Help us, Lord. (laughs) You know, it's a bit of wild bit of data to sit there and think about. How the mighty have fallen. Then one might ask in all this, how did we get here? In essence, let's just be clear. Nobody likes President Joe Biden, and the truth is, nobody ever really did to begin with. Joe Biden has never been an inspiring political figure that cast a compelling vision for what America could be. He simply seemed, at the end of the day, Like just another safe bet. Oh, we'll vote for that guy because I don't want to vote for the other guy. And make no mistake about it. Virtually nobody in the last presidential election, and I would dare say probably in the history of Joe Biden, has truly ever voted for Joe Biden. They simply voted not the other guy. In essence, President Biden has won because he viewed he was viewed by the majority of people as simply the lesser of two evils. So be sure people, while they did vote in mass numbers for him, they only did so at the end of the day to keep President Trump from remaining in power. And while that might have been a good decision at the end of the day, and, and surely in my mind that was probably a good thing, as far as a lesser of two evils sort of thing, because I think we got to see a very dark side of Trump 
uh, with his entire Stop the Steal campaign in the January 6th fiasco that happened in Washington, I think would probably a good thing that Donald Trump didn't get reelected. But you know, it's not exactly in my mind either, in the minds of everybody else in America, that President Joe Biden is our current commander in chief. But at the end of the day, you know, I think this is what it gets down to, folks. So much of our politics has been reduced to nothing but a clamor of power between two partisan factions. Our elected officials often lack concrete plans and visions for America. And ultimately, they don't need to have a concrete plan or vision. Because at the end of the day, they know that you'll vote for them to simply avoid the other guy. And they come to power simply because you hate someone else more than them. And you can see this why Biden, in spite of being so disliked by just about everyone in America right now, would still be the projected winner in a re-election rematch between him and Trump. People, at the end of the day, according to data, in my opinion, are doing nothing more than voting for their favorite color political jersey. Is it red or is it blue? Is it Democrat or is it Republican? And that's all people need to know. They don't care about anything else for the most part. And that's not to say, don't get me wrong, that's not to say that there aren't some people with genuine political motivations and beliefs that motivate them to pick one candidate over the other. And, and that goes into their rationale for sure. But unfortunately, as it happens to turn out, their political candidate of choice usually doesn't really care all that much about the politics and policies and procedures and having any sort of compelling vision that is similar to that of what the average American shares for America. They just want to be the red or blue jersey that's ultimately in power. And people might not like the idiot they're voting for at the end of the day, but they're happy to be able to say, but at least he's my idiot. <laughs> and that's become a prevailing voting philosophy. At least he's my idiot. Gosh, how depressing. How absolutely depressing that all of our politics has become nothing more than a raw clamoring for power for the sake of being in power. Because we love being in control even if the people we send to Washington do a terrible job representing us once they get there. So long as it's our guy, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter, though, how messed up they are and their character or political philosophy. It doesn't matter what kind of human being they are. It doesn't matter what kind of vision they are. It doesn't matter how competent they are. It doesn't matter any of those things. As long as they tickle parts of us that want to be tickled, then we're willing to send them there for a term or more, whenever possible. And that's kind of depressing. I've talked about it in prior podcasts. Uh, especially talked about it previously, a number of episodes ago, um, when I talked about Biden and Trump and 
and how to vote and my decision to ultimately not vote the lesser of two evils and not to vote for Trump and not to vote for Biden and that I wouldn't be one who held my nose to vote. Um, I, I, I have a hard time being able to mentally wrap my brain around such a philosophy when it comes to voting, to vote the lesser of two evils, to vote for the one guy just because you don't want the other guy to get in power and you want your color jersey versus the other color jersey, no matter how much they're going to misrepresent you once you're there. You know, that sort of mindset, I think that's ethically and morally and intellectually bankrupt at the end of the day. I need people to stop voting for your favorite color jersey. This isn't a hockey game. This isn't a football game. You're not just deciding, yeah, I, I want the team with the black jersey to win. Because <laughs> the team with the black jersey has a cooler logo than my team. That's not the name of the game we're playing, yet that's fundamentally what we have become as a country and as a politic. And we don't have a prevailing ethical moral philosophy and intellectual philosophy that's in lock and step with the type of nation that we have. For when you understand fundamentally that you and I in America live in a representative form of government, then you understand that when you elect somebody, you're electing somebody who's going to go represent your best interests. They're going to represent the type of person you are and the beliefs that you have while they are there in office, serving in your place. And that's what a representative form of government is ultimately supposed to look like. But instead of sending elected representatives who, who represent us and what we think and believe and are acting on our behalf and our stead, and instead of choosing people of character and people who have a great record and people who have great policy ideas that resemble the ideas that we like, we send some other Yahoo there just simply because he's able to make us angry over something or somebody else. In a representative form of government, in my opinion, if none of the politicians on the ballot closely represent you and what you believe and how you would act if you were there to govern instead of um, them, then you should simply shouldn't vote for any of those individuals. Don't give them your vote just because they put on the red or blue jersey or the elephant or the donkey. Vote for the politicians you actually like and support and believe in and want to go to Washington on your behalf. And if you don't believe there's anyone on the ballot that you can vote for without holding your nose, then don't waste your vote by giving one of these, these yahoos, like Biden or Trump, your vote. Simply don't vote. A no vote would be better than throwing it away for somebody that you don't believe in. Don't hold your nose at the ballot box. Vote for somebody who you believe represents you. But there's no better way to throw away your vote and to ruin your country and to get somebody in power who has, who's grossly incompetent and doesn't know what they're doing than to vote for somebody you don't truly support just because everybody else is going to vote for them. And personally, as a never-Trumper, I simply couldn't find myself to vote for either Trump 
or Joe Biden in the last election. And while I certainly feel in my gut that President Trump had to be stopped, and I do understand that why Joe Biden received a record number of votes, and frankly, you know, as much as I dislike Trump and as much as I dislike Joe Biden, I am glad that Biden came out on top. But I could have no man such as those two guys to give my vote. And ultimately, at the end of the day, in the last election, I voted for myself as a writing candidate. For I ultimately saw both candidates as terrible for America and as individuals who fundamentally didn't represent me and my own political philosophy, creeds, or convictions, or character. And I thought I would be wasting my sacred vote to give them power but I wanted none of them to have anything to do with anything that claimed to represent me. I couldn't sign that check at the end of the day. But unfortunately, a lot of my fellow Americans, they held their noses. They voted for the lesser of two evils, somebody they didn't believe in. They voted badly because they ultimately lacked a voting ethic that is in keeping with the system of government that we ultimately have. And until people become willing to break that mold and vote only for somebody that truly represents them instead of just automatically giving their sacred vote to a Republican or Democrat or somebody in a red and blue jersey, we'll be forever stuck in this infinite loop of having abysmal presidential Senate and Congress candidates running for political office because they always know that they can make a sucker out of you and they can always count on you to vote for them, even though they don't have your best interest at heart. So everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, episode 157 of Why Nobody Likes Joe Biden and What That Says About Our Voting Philosophy. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd love to tell me how much you've loved this podcast or maybe how much you hated it, email me, jimmy at jimmystable.com. If you'd like to subscribe to this podcast and have not done so already, go to jimmystable.com slash subscribe and find your favorite way to subscribe, whether that's through Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or even old-fashioned email newsletters. I publish podcasts typically once a week, every Sunday at about 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, so you can expect to get notifications roughly about then every week that, hey, a new podcast at jimmystable.com has dropped. Oh, yeah, and by the way, if you haven't taken the opportunity to do so already, vote for me and give me your glowing five-star review at places like Apple and Spotify so that other people can help find this podcast and say, you know, I want to go ahead and stand with Jimmy <laughs> and sit down and talk with him and hear what he has to say because uh, he make, helps me think about the world in amazing ways that don't force me to conform to the red and blue pills that our politicians ultimately offer us every day. So everybody, this has been Jimmy Humphrey, jimmystable.com, where I'm having conversations about the intersection of faith, life, and culture. Take care, everybody. God bless, and have a good one. That's all I have to say about that. That's so right on, man. You said it all. <laughs>